live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo Filippis of St. Luke Productions. Celebrating Sunday. Christians are Sunday people. What does that mean? Before we ask ourselves how we observe Sunday, we have to consider what we Christians actually celebrate on Sunday. The real and first reason for celebrating Sunday lies in the fact that on this day Christ rose from the dead. For the first time, someone returns from the dead and will not die again. But Jesus did not pass quickly into heaven. He did not simply shed time as one might shed a worn-out garment. On the contrary, he remains with us. The Feast of Sunday is therefore, above all, a profession of faith in the resurrection. Very early in the history of the church, Christians asked themselves, why did the Lord choose this day? According to Jewish reckoning, Sunday was the first day of the week. It was therefore the day on which God created the world. It was the day on which God ended his rest and spoke, let there be light. Sunday is the first day of the week, the day of creation. That means then that Sunday is also the day on which we give thanks for creation. Creation has been given us by God as our living space, as the scene of our labor and our leisure, in which we find both the necessities and the superfluities of life, the beauty of images and sounds, which we need precisely as much as we need food and clothing. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And we're just so grateful that you stayed tuned with us this morning, uh, this uh, second half of our first hour. Yes. Uh, we are going to be heading into, and we have just some exciting guests that are talking about a new capital campaign. So uh, with that, we'd like to introduce Tina Penner and Mark Jurek from St. Michael Schools uh, in the Diocese of Crookston. Welcome, Tina. Welcome, Mark. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Well, Tina, why don't we start with you and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I have been known to go on and on, but I will be concise. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my name's Tina Penner, and um, I have been the school secretary since 2011. Um, my youngest child, Sonia, was um, a student. She started in pre-K, and they kind of decided, we really need a permanent person in the office, at least part-time. So that was how I kind of got started as an employee there. Um, and uh, I just love my job there at St. Michael's School. It's just a wonderful place uh, to work. And um, I've been the secretary, and I'm also... 
um, a halftime development director now for the school and for both of the parishes, uh, St. Michael's Parish and St. Joseph's Parish. I live right in Minoman, uh, just a block from the school and the church. So it has been a part of my backyard, basically. Um, I've been a resident of Minoman County my whole life, and uh, I grew up right in the county on a dairy farm in Bolio Township. I graduated from Minoman High School, so um, that helps me understand the community Mm -hmm. uh, where our school is part of. And uh, I just love my job. I love uh, the parish, and it's been just a wonderful place for me to grow um, as well um, in uh, skills, but also my faith in God. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being on with us, Tina. Um, Mark, it's it's, it's great to have you. We're excited for our conversation. Uh, Mark, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You got it. Uh, My name is Mark Jerick, and I'm chair of the advancement team, or the advancement committee at St. Michael's. Um, I grew up in Minoman. My great-grandparents and grandparents helped build the school. My parents helped keep it alive. All of, uh, all of my brothers, my little sister, went to St. Michael's School, so it's something that's very much near and dear near and dear to my heart and, and, and my family's history. So um, graduated, grew up in a dairy farm, graduated from uh, Minoman Public School after St. Michael's, and then went on to, uh, to a career in business and industry and, and had the chance to travel the world um, and work around the world, and, and now living in Detroit Lakes, and split my time between Detroit Lakes and the farm I grew up on in Minoman. So it's uh, it's certainly a labor of love for, I think, all of us involved. Well, that that is just wonderful, because it takes uh, all gifts to come together to run a capital campaign. In fact, I know that, uh, Mark, your your brother was uh, a mover-shaker with St. Joe's in Moorhead, um, you know, a deacon... Tom Jurek, a wonderful man, and has been a part of uh, adventures like this, too. So you could tap on his shoulder and get a little idea, few ideas from him as well, I'm sure. Um, but tell us about St. Michael's School itself. Like, you know, you, you related to location in Monoman, but tell us, like, number of students, what grades are offered, you know, what's their educational focus. Give us kind of a mission statement that you have at St. Michael's. Uh, Tom, okay, well, I'll answer. Tina, you yeah. Want Mark or, uh, Tina, okay. why don't you? I'll, you work right there okay. in your development. Let's let's go there. Okay. Um, well, um, we are in Manoman here. 501st Street Southwest is our physical address, and we're um, just part of the parish campus. We're just right across the street from the church. Um, we have 40 students enrolled for the upcoming school year, and um, we are pre-K through sixth grade, and our pre-K and kindergarten programs are all day, every day, so eight to three, and we are fully staffed for the upcoming school year. That is, that's a big thing to say for a lot of schools Mm -hmm. uh, in our area. Um, Our educational focus, um, we really educate the whole child, Um, not just academically, but also socially, emotionally and spiritually, and that is a big part of a child. Um, We've been uh, MNSA accredited since 1991, and MNSA stands for Minnesota Non-Public School Accrediting Association. And I never understood what that really meant, (laughs) even as a parent, but as I've been part of the school, it's a really important piece as 
a parent, if you're looking for a non-public option um, that your school is, you know, that you're looking at is accredited, um, because that is kind of like a, a rating. Well, it's basically um, a rating, and it it helps um, you as a parent find a school that is meeting and exceeding the standards that MINSA creates for non-public schools. And uh, so we've been accredited since 91, and our last report came back with very high marks. So I uh, give credit to our principal and our teachers. They work very hard at uh, having a high standard of education. Tina, that is a, a really important uh, point that you just made there to be MINSA accredited. Um, it is a, a very uh, uh, intense process and then yeah. also that it's like a living document that you have to revisit and and uh, mm-hmm. fine-tune you know um, with with that accrediting agency it's it's outstanding so thank you for mentioning that so this is the first time in 90 years that St. Michael's has held a capital campaign you know um, Mark can you tell us like what led to the decision to start a campaign now you know, it was almost 10 years ago, Father Day Super, um, our, our pastor and, and school superintendent, pulled together a group of alumni and community members, parents, and said, we need to look at how we do things different. We, we started looking at, at 10-year financial projections and said, we've, we've got some hurdles to overcome. We're looking at a fairly big deficit when we started looking at some of the inflationary factors that we're looking ahead. Um, and, and we started digging into what can we do. So we explored a lot of different options, um, everything from grants and right, we, how else we could generate some money. And, and finally, we, we decided, you know, we've never done something like this before. We know that we have a lot of support in our alumni and in the community. Um, let's try and make sure that we can secure the future of St. Michael's School and, and really make sure we've got over a 90-year history of providing a high-quality Catholic education. Um, this, this was the best way that we saw where we could, we could make an impact for future generations. Mm-hmm. So, so when... It, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. I was going to say, we, and we've really been blessed with, with not just donors, but just help and advice, people in the community. You brought up my brother, Deacon Tom, um, and Holly. Um, pe- people like Deacon Tom, people like Greg Jeffries, people like Rethel Giamatti from the Diocese of Crookston, um, they've all been instrumental in, in getting us to where we are today. So we're just, we're just really grateful. Yeah, that is fantastic. I know uh, Deacon Tom and I, we were probably part of that Mensa accreditation at St. Joseph Moorhead together uh, at the same table. So I'm uh, again, Tina, I'm glad that you mentioned that because there's a lot of work and effort that goes into that. And then uh, for our, your donors, as you kick off this campaign, um, you know, they're the stakeholders. And it is really important yeah. that they know that uh, when they make donations to these types of, uh, of uh, activities or, or campaigns, that um, they're there is a, a, a responsibility that's being taken seriously with those mm-hmm. stewardship dollars. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. Um, so, You're welcome. so what has uh, the the early response been to the campaign, Tina? What has that been like? Oh uh, well, it's been overwhelming. Actually, it's just so exciting uh, to see um, the love and the support for our our school. You know. It's, we're in a small community, and uh, our 
our building, you know, has been there since 1937. We've been very good stewards of that building and taken good care of it. Um, but uh, the alumni, um, parishioners, and friends, just people that, you know, care about the school, they're, they're not even Catholic, um, have stepped up and just given overwhelming support. Uh, right now, as of today, we are at $2,506,000 pledged. Wow. Which is yeah, <laughs> very exciting. I mean, you know, it's just, Monoman is the poorest county hmm. in Minnesota. Wow. Um, and then uh, of that two million, two and a half million, we already have like a million three hundred thousand in hand. Hmm. So we that is that's you know we're we're having a five year campaign. So we're accepting you know up to five year pledges. But to have that much already in hand is is huge. Um, so uh, I would say response has been excellent. How long what has that campaign Mark? been going, uh, Mark? Uh, I mean, how long has it officially been launched? We launched it in February of this year. Okay, so, wow. so we did a bit of a silent phase before that. Um, but it was really in February when we, we entered the public phase. Wow. So what what is the grand total that you're trying to uh, accomplish for the activity and building that you need to do? Uh, Tina, can you tell us that? Um, well, our goal is three million. Okay, so we're we're getting close to goal. We are hoping, you know, our our we'd like it to be, um, we'd like to reach that three million by the end of this year, uh, December thirty first, twenty twenty three. Um, and that, you know, that. Yeah, so three million, you're, you're so close. So uh, our listeners, if you really want to help support Catholic education in a way that, you know, the infrastructure is so important, the programs are so important, uh, like I say, the accreditation that um, you've been able to stay part of Mensa since 1991 uh, really shows that um, you've been staying on par with uh, the promises and the the um, plan, uh, the the mm-hmm. uh, plan that you've established with them. Um, so we're going to have to go on a quick break. But on the other side of the break, let's talk about some of the other events you have coming up and special ways that you're promoting to get across the finish line. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. I would say um, where Catholic Radio has played a pretty important role in my faith is I, I'm a scientist, so I, I think of everything kind of in 
knowledge and intellectual terms. So Catholic Answers helped a lot because I might have some questions or I, I, there was a lot that I wasn't aware of. And it always seems like the callers' questions were just timed perfectly for whatever I was wondering about or had questions about. So I was able to learn kind of piece by piece and, and build. And now with kids, yeah, I really like to hear Dr. Ray's show with all the little discipline tips because he makes it so simple. Yeah. Um, I think for me, you know, the history has, has been really interesting. You know, I grew up Catholic and we went to Sunday school and, and religious education, but you can always learn more and there's just, you know, there's only so much that you can learn, I mean, when you're just going once a week to religious education. So for me, it's just been really interesting to learn, you know, why do we do this or where did this come from or, you know, or to be able to answer questions when people have them. I think that's been the biggest help. Let us run to Mary and as her little children cast ourselves into our arms with a perfect confidence, St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the Rosary, nightly here on Real Presence Radio. On Wednesday through Monday nights, tune in at 8 p.m. Central and on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us. Join us for the Rosary Wednesday through Monday at 8 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the RPR Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Mitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And we have had a wonderful conversation with Tina Penner and Mark Jurek from St. Michael's School in Monoman, uh, Minnesota. That's in the Crookston Diocese. And they are uh, doing an incredible job on a capital campaign for St. Michael's School. Um, Brad, me personally, yeah. I am all about Catholic schools. Oh, I know. This is it's, part of your background. Uh, yeah, and uh, as a former stewardship and development director yeah. at St. Joe's in Moorhead and the campaigns and things that we did there, but also just seeing the benefits uh, and the beauty that Catholic education have instilled into our children and... Um, Wow, I, I just can't say enough about Catholic schools. So I'm really excited about what's going on in Monoman at St. Michael's. So, Mark, um, when we were in break, you know, we just kind of want you to tell our audience more about what this money is funding. Like, what is it taking care of? Uh, what, why was there a need, and how is this fulfilling it? You know, I, I think everyone knows that... that uh the value and the importance of Catholic educa- education, right? There is thousands of Catholic schools across our country and really around the world, um, but we also know that it takes resources to run those schools. And so for St. Michael's, it's really about ensuring the future, um, making sure that we've got money. The school has always it's, it's been a blessing to the community since it was founded, um, but when you go back to the founding, it, uh, it burned down. The school burned down shortly after it started, and the parish delayed building a church for 20 years. They, they celebrated in the, uh, in the foundation, in the basement of, of where they're going to build the new church to ensure that school survived. And that's really what we're doing. Is, is this is, the money is going to be used. It's going to be an endowment to make sure that, that we can cover the financial needs of the school um, for generations to come. So it really is about ensuring that financial future, um, making sure that that students for generations to come have that opportunity. That's, I mean, it's a beautiful legacy of of parents' faith and their their love, their desire to invest in their kids. Right? That that we want we want our kids to have everything, 
um, especially when it comes to the most important things, the, the things that guide and govern our lives, that orient us toward our ultimate destiny, right? And so, I mean, it's, it, you see that. You see that as a legacy of, of 90 years now of, of parents who, like, I want, I want to give my kids the things that they most need, which is their Catholic faith, right? Yes. Yeah, and to have the alumni support, and, and uh, Tina, you had alluded to even the non-Catholics in your community finding the value of, of the school yeah. and their community, which is really special. So, Tina, will you um, will tell us about any events or special ways of that you're promoting um, the ability to donate to this campaign? You know, you talked about being at two and a half plus, uh, mm-hmm. but you want to mm-hmm. get across the finish line at $3 million. Um, What kind of events or special ways um, are you looking to get across the finish line? Well, as far as events, you know, we, we haven't had to do any major events. We have put the need out there, and mm. we're at $2.5 million, Wow. which is, to me, incredible. You know, we... As a school, we, you know, we have an annual benefit dinner. We have, um, we're part of Giving Hearts Day. We do um, a big pie fundraiser in the fall where we make over a thousand pies in two days. I mean, those are, you know, we're all about raising funds, you know, from within. But um, going forward, um, we are continuing to do a lot of social media, um, highlighting um, some of the different uh honorary and memorial bursas that are within um, the endowment fund. Um, Some of them are former teachers. uh, Some of them are uh, alumni and parents that um, did a lot and gave a lot to the school. Um, One of them is Father Dave Super, a burst in his name. Uh, So people can give uh, to honor different people uh, that have done a lot for St. Michael's School, and there's been a good response for that. Um, so another, let me see, Father Dave Super, another uh, priest within our diocese, retired now, Father Rick Lambert. Um, there's also a verse in his name, and uh, it's, it, that's a wonderful way to honor those people. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And for our listeners, I know that we're in a five-state area, ten-diocese area, um, so those of you in your own individual diocese, I'm sure you can look at the importance of Catholic education mm-hmm. and how it has supported uh, vocations to the priesthood, um, good holy marriages, um, uh, many volunteers in your parishes and in your communities. Um, so it is it is very, very important for us to support our, our Catholic schools and, and the programming that um, they, they give and what they... It, 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 if you look at the statistics, it's just absolutely incredible. You know, back in my stewardship days, uh, people who attend Catholic schools or the parents who are part of Catholic schools, I mean, their stewardship and how they support their local parishes is, is phenomenal. It's just absolutely... They are the future. Yeah, it, it is really phenomenal. So let's help Monoman, uh, St. Michael's and Monoman in the Diocese of Crookston get across this finish line. So... Mm-hmm. Mark, tell us, how can our listeners help the campaign? Can you just uh, give them information? I might turn to Tina for that. She she has got oh, all that sure. information. So. Oh, that sounds great. 
Well, um, we uh, have a lot of information on our brand new website. Well, it's only it's a year old, so I can't say it's brand new. Oh. But uh, stmichaelschool.org. Is that um, Saint S A I N T or is it S T? No, S T M I C H A E L S S C H O O L. Saint Michael School, just spelled out like that. Dot org. Yeah, S T, not S A I N T. Gotcha. And uh, at stmichaelschool.org, under the um, Give tab, right at the top. Uh, you click on that, and there's a capital campaign, and there's information there. And if uh, you hit capital campaign, right at the top of the page, there's a Give button. And that'll take you directly um, to our giving window, where you can give online. Oh. And you can give uh, one time. You can set up recurring giving uh, from your bank account. You can... Um, well, there's multiple ways uh, that you can choose to give with a credit card, debit card, or right out of your bank account, which is very slick. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yep. Or you can mail a, mail a donation, too, right to our address. Well, that that uh, is great information, Tina, to share with our listening audience. And who knows, we might have a, a St. Michael uh, school in from a gnomon down in the Rochester area or down in uh, or over in Wyoming or Bismarck or somewhere. So um, it's just really important. I can't say it enough. And we really thank you for sharing about the campaign um, and, and what's going on, the good things that are going on. Um, so, Mark, can you um, help our just do you have any final thoughts, Mark, about the campaign and the process of everything? You know, I would just say that the one thing we haven't mentioned is just the courage and the faith of the Sisters of Mount St. Benedict that started that school. I mean, imagine in in the middle of the Great Depression, coming to northwest Minnesota, right, really, really, I don't say pioneer territory, but it it, uh, getting off a train and saying, we're going to start a school with with nothing but, but faith. Hmm. And and it still survived after ninety years. And on the one hand, Saint Michael's is unique, but that's a story that's been going on for generations, right? That that's how our Catholic faith gets moved forward. And and I think this capital campaign is, is really cer- certainly not to the degree of of hardship that they went through, but it's making sure that that our faith continues on. And that, that there's nothing better in the world. Mark, Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you mentioned the Benedictine Sisters. Uh, There's a a really cool book uh, called Lamps Burning, and it's the story of the Benedictine Sisters as they, you know, journeyed from Germany over to the Pennsylvania area and then came to the St. Joe's, Minnesota area, and then they're the ones who have done so much to, to really build Catholic schools in, uh, not just in the Diocese of Crookston, but all the way out to Bismarck, you mm. know. Uh, it's really a phenomenal, a phenomenal journey. So for our listeners who are kind of history nuts, a little bit like me, um, check out that book, Lamps Burning. It gives you a lot of appreciation uh, to what came before us, and that's why it's so important to to keep this mission going, to keep St. Michael's going, to keep, you know, our Catholic schools going uh, throughout our listening area because there there has been a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears that has gone on before. Um, and and it really is God-ordained. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Tina, um, as as one who has invested so much of yourself into uh, St. Michael's School, what's this been like for you to see the response and and to to give to have a realistic hope like we we are going to be able to carry forward in the future? It is so exciting, so exciting, and um, it's just such an answer to prayer. Mm. You know, I've been there since 2011, prayed for the school, prayed for our community, and prayed for its future, and our school is a beacon of hope in our community. It really is that um, there is a better way to live, uh, a way to have, you know, Jesus Christ at the center of your life, and that's what we are teaching our children to take that with them into the world. Mm. Amen. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you both for taking the time to be on with us this morning. Thank you for the work that you're doing to to bring uh, the next generation of young people to to Jesus and to who they are in Him and their own identity and dignity as beloved sons and daughters of God, as those who are sent out into the world to, to bear the banner of Christ in every nook yeah. and cranny of society. So that is phenomenal. Well, thank you. And thank you, Tina. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. Have a wonderful day and know of our prayers for the completion of your successful campaign. Yes. All right. Thank you. Well, we are going to have to take another quick break here on Real Presence Live. But on the other side of this break, we are going to be speaking with William Rarick about the awesome, awesome restoration of the Stations of the Cross that was done at St. Michael's Church in Grand Forks. It's phenomenal. I get to see pictures of it. So excited. So stay with us for more Real Presence Live right after this.